0: And we are recording with Mr. Jack Roth on Monday, May 15th, 2023 at 3.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Author of Killing Kennedy. You've been on here once before. The link to the book will be in the description. And you and I talked about kind of the importance of uncovering even, you know, 50 years, almost 60 years later, 60 years this fall later, the importance of it because it still has applications to today's political landscape, but it, there seems to be even a more of a unique twist to this story as uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is now running for president. So that definitely does add a little more uh, spice to it. But with that, Mr. Roth, could you please introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, well, again, I, I'm the author of Killing Kennedy. Uh, worked on the that book for about three years. And it's uh, it was a, a series of interviews I did with various people who were associated with either researching or involved with uh, people who were involved in the assassination uh, and new Kennedy or new Oswald Mm or one way shape or form were uh, could add insight to it and uh, and it was it was great I I enjoyed it very much and uh, yeah you know it's interesting (laughs) the RFK thing kind of blew me away too um because that is so it's it's usually important but it, it takes a lot of courage oh yeah for him to come out and say something like that because i mean they killed his father and uncle yeah and here he is now coming out and saying this so i give him a lot of credit for that
0: yeah i was talking i had dr malone on last week and we were talking about rfk and you know supporting him and somebody commented they're like don't you know what happens when like a kennedy runs for office and i said yeah normally it's normally horrific tragedy follows but what honor is there in not standing oh you're a, I, I guess we should just put our tail between our legs what what a, what a horrible outlook on life like you know what happens when you stand up to the bully like what a pathetic right. what a pathetic existence so yeah, no, it's people that are like, well, RFK's running, he knows what's gonna happen. He probably does. You think he's stupid? Of course he knows what it is. And the man has balls of tungsten because he's doing it anyway. And I give him all the goddamn credit in the world. I my, totally agree.
1: <laughs> no, hey, listen, that's what I that's how I feel. And you know, it's really I think it's important also that he obviously he's a Kennedy, so he's Democrat. Yeah. Leaning. Uh Because I think we need to come together in that sense. I think we have to stand together, Democrat, Republican, no matter who we are. We're really fighting the same enemy. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I think is really interesting about this. Because it's RFK Jr., you know, and here he is saying what needs to be said. And, you know, it's incredible. Like, I've gone on these talk shows and I, and again, appreciate you having me back on. We had a great time the first time. Um, Most... I'm going to say all of the shows I've been on have been more uh, right of center, if you will. And I thought that was interesting a little bit because Kennedy was a Democrat. (laughs) Kennedy was a liberal. Yeah. You know, and and that's what pretty much got him killed. I mean, there were other circumstances there. But that's what I think is so important about this is that we got it. it. It's this. I think I may have said it last time I was on, they, the people who pull the strings, it's never the president, it's always above that. But the people who really pull the strings, They want us to fight with each other. You know, they want us to bicker over stupid things. And then in the end, they just keep getting wealthier and there's more wars and they just they they don't care. They don't care. Republican, Democrat. They really don't. But they just their agenda. That's the key. That's the thing that they will not allow to be messed with. So for RFK to be doing this, I mean, and listen, I will say this. One of the things I learned writing the book was uh, I had spoken to a couple of gentleman who did some research and it and it tied into the fact that well what did rfk do when his brother was killed and there was that talk of he immediately suspected it was the cia that was his first instinct it's like rfk is saying is true rfk jr is saying is true his father immediately thought it was the cia he called the cia he's like did you guys do this then he met with the director of the CIA, and he was he was like, "You guys did this, didn't you?" Because he knew he knew he was he was in in that inner circle. He was the Attorney General. He understood what was happening starting in 1961 with the Bay of Pigs, and he understood everything going up through '63. So he had a really good understanding of who might have killed his brother and so that's why with rfk coming out with this now it's like yeah this is what needs to come out uh puts more pressure on the cia
0: yeah that is kind of hardcore that uh RFK senior did kind of because right he wasn't just some dude it's not like he was just like the little brother was he older or younger brother uh younger yeah so it's not like he's just the little brother that's like hey who popped my like no, he was the attorney general. Like he was in the inner circle, right? He, I mean, he was in he was in the office when they were like talking with Curtis LeMay and Angleton about you know Bay of Pigs. Like this guy wasn't just some sideline figure. Like he was, no. he was like on the he was on the varsity team, and like he immediately yeah. And that, that's not like a small thing to like to acknowledge the fact that he was like you you guys did this. Like, that's so (laughs) insane that he was just like, You fucking killed my brother. Like, not even like the, you killed the, that was my brother. You guys fucking did this. And they're like, We didn't. Like, that's so insane that, like, he made that accusation and then he gets whacked. Like, then he gets, yeah. And it's, you know, it's easy to look back and it's been 60 years and all the photos are in black and white and you're like, Oh, that's back then. And it's like, it's really not. It's, it's really, it's really not. I mean, my parents were alive when that happened. Like, it's not that long ago. And to think that any of those tactics have changed is, like, the the height of absurdity. They they haven't changed. It's almost, I would imagine it's probably close to, like, impossible to pull that off now. And (laughs) they'll still try to. I don't know how they'll do it, though. I don't think you can pull off, like, a Dealey Plaza or a Sirhan Sirhan. I don't think you can pull that off in 2023. I think that's probably next to impossible. I mean, they'll do it in another way, Right. You, you yeah. don't have to kill him. You'll just find a reason for it'll be the, you know, oh, he raped me. It'll just be that shit. You're going to have a it, thousand more... accusers come out in the next six months.
1: Right. Or they can put child porn on his computer. Yeah. You know, whatever. That's oh, what yeah. they do just now. Zap it they... from
0: space. Get you right on the laptop. Hey, what's that?
1: Right. Yeah, no it's the technology. I've thought of that, man. That's a that's a good point you just made because I I don't think they could. Get away with something like, there's too much technology now.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think you could kill someone out in the open like that. But, I mean, I always think about that. I mean, they just zap your your phone and put some, you know, some lewd pics of a 10-year-old. I barely know how to log into my iMac. Like, what defense would I actually have against that if that happened to me? I'd be like, it's not mine? I mean, like, I don't, you know.
1: Yep, and and it's very effective because 50%, no matter what happens from that point on, You've already lost fifty percent of your viewers fifty percent of people are not going to believe you anymore, yeah, <laughs> so because it's such an appalling thing, so yeah. all they have to do, and it's the easiest thing to do it's horrifying, really, yeah, I mean the fact that they can do that
0: it is kind of weird though I, I was hoping that he and Trump would team up because that would be such like a wild just wrench to see thrown into the system I mean, would it succeed i I don't know, but I guess you know Kennedy tweeted that he's not running with Trump, but I thought that would be such like a a crazy like flaming unicycle to just throw into the race and see what happens. <laughs> what do you think about that? Flame, a flaming a unicycle. Flaming, I'm just imagining like just like the juggling chainsaws <laughs> on fire, like because they they wouldn't let them win, and they would be forced <laughs> to do some sort of three ring circus, right? Because they couldn't <laughs> kill them, so they would it would be some. They tried the mail in ballots again. They'd be like, oh, there's a new variant of whatever the f-, like. It would be so obvious that I think people would almost no one would doubt that it was like stolen or something it would be something like that
1: well again the, the idea that a republican and a democrat would run together yeah think about that yeah and and not only not only any democrat you're talking about the kennedy family here man they are the when you think about a democratic family you know in the last 100 years i mean that's it's the kennedys you know and they they're the equivalent of the bush family on the other side yeah so you know this dynasty of of whatever public servants but uh, you know listen what i say is and and, th- and that's what's different about rfk though he's inside obviously he was a kid you know obviously he was it's not like he was 30 years old when this happened yeah um so you know he's looking at it from what he remembers when he was young you know what his father said you know and what his mother probably told him over time and you know but the fact that he again was an insider his and his father i mean his father was an insider and his obviously his his uncle was the man who was killed i mean that's, that's just ridiculous and and he so he's coming at it from he has he has cred on this. He's definitely got street cred. And that's something that most other people don't have. So, but you know, I, I got to tell you, it, it's the timing of it has been amazing. It's, you know, obviously it's benefited me because people are like, Hey, uh, can you talk about the CIA and their role? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. I'd love to, you know, because he's right. He's right. You know, I was, I was saying that in the book, it's like, and all these chapters, all these people I'm interviewing it everyone it all goes back to alan dulles it all goes back to curtis lemay it all goes back to you know these cold warriors and and their modus operandi the way they did things back then and it's all and then it ties into because they ask about oswald and it's like well he was a cia operative he was sheep dipped he was the they made him the patsy it's all cia it's the way they did business back then they still to the, to an extent do that today but back then this is this was the cia playbook through and through and that's what's now i don't know what's going to happen i mean i don't know he could you know it, the cia doesn't have to do anything the cia is just keep denying it and what's going to happen nothing Not
0: <laughs> so the time's just yeah. going to roll on and you know you think people are <laughs> disinterested 60 years removed wait till it's 100 i mean what was 100 years ago you know, four years after World War One, That shit's done. That, that is, it's <laughs> cut print. It's The book is done. It is in the, the, the it is on the bookshelf of history. It's like, yeah, dude, that's over, right? No one cares mm-hmm. anymore. Dude, what, what all has uh, RFK Jr. said specifically? I know he's called out, you know, my uncle and my father, but what has he said? I would imagine you're probably more uh, versed on that.
1: Well, he, he said there were three. So when... John was killed. Bobby immediately called the CIA desk office or whatever you want to call it and talked to someone he knew. He's like, "Did you guys do?" Literally, he asked them, "Did you guys do this? Was it you guys?" Like he was. Pre- you imagine how Bobby felt. Like, yeah, there must have been such a vulnerability. Yeah, because there's like, oh my god, they got him. And truthfully, there were a lot of people. You would think that. Bobby had at least as many people that wanted him dead as JFK cuz Bobby was the one who was directly going after all the mobsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Bobby was probably like, "Oh my, you could only." I I know Jackie feared for her life. I mean, I yeah. think all the Kennedys were like, well, they're going to kill all of us. Yeah. They're going to kill all of us because again, they understood the 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 intelligence operations. They understood what these people were capable of. Uh, And it was quite scary and they knew what they were up against. So, yeah. So, you know, and then he, uh, I I can't remember the second person, but then the, there were three people he contacted, two of whom were the CIA. And just again, trying to find out who did it. Did you guys do this? Did you, and of course they weren't going to admit that they did it, but I think Bobby, he was quiet for a while. And then he announced obviously his presidency for 68. So it was maybe thinking enough time had gone by, but it was the same people in power. It's the same, it, it's that apparatus. Mm-hmm. Those those blue blood elites, I keep talking about this and people need to understand that it. it's these guys, these men who have controlled things for 200 years. You say, go back in history. These are the robber barons. These are the same families. These are the people that literally control everything. And so he, they offed him, they yeah. got him you know and it's it's sad it really is sad when you think about it they killed two brothers like that yeah but um so yeah so he's just i think RFK is junior is very much about telling it like it is and you know and he doesn't care he doesn't care if it's not on a particular platform it's not a Democratic or a Republican platform. A lot of things he talks about are a Democrat, Democratic platform. Some of the things he's talking about are on the Republican platform and these talking points. And But he doesn't care. He doesn't care about that. And I think we need more of that. That's what I'm excited about. But like we just said, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, I don't think I think I, I told my wife the other day, I, I, I he's not going to win the nomination for the Democratic Party. You know, and they'll make him, the mainstream media will make him look awful.
0: Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna go, they're gonna release the hounds. But, yeah, you almost gotta wonder if that will at least kind of bring some awareness to just how fucked it all is. Like, RFK is gonna come out, and it's almost predictable, right? You can say, like, three, two, one, here come the rape accusations, here come the fraudulent business dealings. Like, the fact that we all know what's coming sheds a little light on just how corrupt it is so it's not all is not lost by running and them just slandering you and attacking you right because that kind of does shed a little light on just how disgusting the system is right yeah and i
1: think you're right and i think also the just the fact that he came out and said it has already led to other things i mean dude i was on fox news the other night i didn't i mean that was the just came out of nowhere but it happened because of him Oh, because he said what he said so now they're like well we need to find other people who have written about this or research this or talk to people who know about this and i don't consider i'm not like a you know i don't consider myself the ultimate scholar on kennedy's presidency but i do know a lot about the assassination and I've done my research and I've interviewed some very interesting people. (laughs) So, you know, and that have done a lot of work in this. And I, from the, the, everything in my book, all the people I talked to led back to the CIA was involved. Now, did they subcontract? Of course, they always subcontracted. They subcontracted the mob because they they hired hitmen to do, they hired the best in the world to do the things that they were, so they, CIA worked hand in hand with the mob in those days. 50s, 60s, they hired those guys to whack people, literally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, and the mob was happy to oblige because they hated the Kennedys because of what happened, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know Bobby coming after them. So you had that. And they also, uh, there could have been, you know, they talked about uh, the, the actual assassins themselves, were they part of the Corsican mob, the French mob, uh, the, the really the best hitmen in the world? Well, they subcontracted all this stuff because they were doing it. They had done it. They were doing it in Africa. They were doing it in Central America. They were doing it in South America. I mean, they were overthrowing, you know, governments. They were rigging elections. They were assassinating democratically elected leaders. This is what they did. So, but basically what they did, they, they took something that was external and they internalized it. And they said, well, let's just focus inward and we're going to take out Castro this way. Let's just take out Kennedy this way. And if we control the media, we're golden. There were certain things they had to control and they already controlled the media because Operation Mockingbird that had been in place. They had they had all the mainstream media, even back then, the Walter Cronkites, the Dan Rathers, they were all just chills i mean they just oh yeah well the warrant
0: commission said and that's it and that's it that's yeah. it yeah there's no alternative researching when it's just <laughs> no when you, when nothing you get 30 minutes of black and white news in the evening and then that's it like what that's you get, it. Get the internet you fucking idiot there's there's nothing
1: there's nothing right <laughs> All Right. and walter crockite was probably the most trusted yeah. People felt comfortable with Walker Croc. He was like a father figure.
0: Yeah. What are you gonna? Do? You and your friends are going to school the next day, and like talking. <laughs> like, what? Are, there's no texting. There's no. There's no forum. And like, even if you were talking, what do you? And you got to go to the library and like find. Oh, like the books haven't been written yet. What are you cross referencing? It's not today where it's like you can look at different camera angles and well, this tweet and this thing. No, it's just like you get a little tube. It goes. The president's been shot, and you go, oh fuck you know, God save America, and then it's like, that's it, right? And then right. you probably don't want to question it too much because you probably come across as, like, an ungrateful, unpatriotic commie. Your dad's probably like, shut your fucking mouth. You know, at this table, right, right. we <laughs> believe the Warren Commission because your dad probably served in World War Two, right? So your dad's right. looking at you like, I'll reach across this table and knock your teeth out right now. Right. So you just go, LBJ is the king now. Right. And
1: I don't blame it They were all... I don't they blame were, they him. Were all they were all cold warriors, too. I yeah. mean, they had fought in World War II
0: that generation, and they, yeah.
1: you know, yeah, they hated the Nazis, but then they hated the communists. Yeah, you no know, kid were... of
0: mine's going to question who killed JFK. They yeah. just beat the shit out of him with a belt right there, and that was that.
1: But Man. look what happened after that. Yeah. It was the surge of the counterculture movement. Yeah. Young people were fed up, and I guarantee you that... Happen at a lot of dinner tables, yeah. <laughs> where you know fathers are slapping their kids because the kids are like this is all nonsense. You're like who killed
0: who? <laughs> like who did what? And it's just yeah. And the dads probably all were like Storm D Day, so they're just and understandably so they're like you know you don't we don't we don't question Uncle Sam in this house, right? Right. They're riding all they're all riding off the GI Bill, so they're looking at their sons and they're like, oh, are you were red. Like it's probably read, a right, lot, exactly. probably a lot of backhands and kitchens over that night, right? Yeah. God, so yeah, I mean, you <laughs> kind of feel—I mean, I kind of feel bad for him, right? I mean, you look back at it now, you're like, how would you question it? You couldn't. You just said, "Shut no. up," and you did your algebra, Mark, right?
1: No. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was—it like, was just a couple people. Those early, they were citizen researchers. Yeah. They weren't journalists. Most of them weren't even journalists. They were citizens who said, "You know what?" and they started digging mark lane is the perfect example yeah and you know so it's like those early researchers who questioned the warren commission uh, that took guts yeah. because there were a lot of people dying mysteriously in and around that whole thing yeah. and i don't know man i mean i you know i i wrote this book and i i did it in a way where i interviewed other people i basically documented what they told me but i'm going on these shows and i'm you know i'm telling it like it is from what I know. I wasn't there. And you know, I always tell people that. Listen, I wasn't there. I wasn't behind the grassy knoll. I don't know who was there. I, was. I wasn't on the sixth floor. I wasn't there. I wish I was, but I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't in
0: the- <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think i <laughs> yeah, 32. <they're> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> or you have a time machine. Yeah, I was I was there, dude. I was like, no, <laughs> you know, just
1: go back. That would be the that would be the first place I go. I, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? Probably go they've they buttoned that conspiracy up so good. That you'd have a time time machine that zap you onto the the roof of the book, school book depository, and you'd get out, and there'd be Angleton would be standing there, and he'd be like, "How are you doing, son?" You'd be like, "Holy shit, you guys are good! You guys are good!" Like, yeah, we we, we had the we had our Nazi scientists looking at time travel. We knew there. Where are you from? Twenty twenty three, and I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> they just, how would you like a job? That's I'd be, that's, uh, that's what they do, and I'd be like, "You know what, man? Y'all are y'all are the best ever." give me a, give me a give me a trench coat i'm in the cia now i'd come back here yeah. and be like hey roth shut your mouth
1: <laughs> yeah. you can't beat him join him right yeah. like at that I come point back to it's you like... and
0: you'd be like who did it and i'd be like listen man you and i need to have a talk can you meet me at this bridge can you meet me at this bridge tonight don't bring a phone don't bring a phone they, they've got this shit buttoned up man um, I think
1: we got those Nazi scientists to work on time oh, yeah, travel. No. That's classic. Yeah, it's Angleton they, they, and Vervon. They brought Vandera. all those guys over. They, did. they were responsible They're... for bringing them all over. You'll probably get there and
0: Angleton's just ashing a cigar. <laughs> and he's like, you got moxie, kid. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like, Kerrigan it is? And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, we got, there's two ways we can do this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you can join Exactly her. right. We'll throw you right down in that
1: Cadillac. They are a powerful, insidious group, yeah. and that's why. It's, <laughs> I mean, we go, we, we talk about, we like to. Th- I think, we do because we talk, we get people thinking, right? We want yeah. people to be critical thinkers, but man, these guys ha- do have it so buttoned up.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: and uh, you know, you know what I mean. You're right. I mean, and that's you have to ask yourself, well, what? I mean, what can we possibly hope to achieve? <laughs> yeah you know sometimes yeah. it's it's sad, yeah, that but sometimes you do think that,
0: and that itself is by design sorry this this boom's messing up um that is that in itself is by design, right that total demoralization there's nothing right. like what are you doing there's nothing you can, and there probably is some truth to like, yeah, what am I gonna do but yeah, I don't they almost let you they almost they let you kind of drown in the fog. Right, They don't come out and say, you're wrong, or that's wrong, or we didn't do it. They just let you scream into the wind. And even if you're correct, the fact that no authority comes out and squashes you makes you just look a little crazy. right? So I could sit here and do 1,200 episodes about Kennedy, and even if I got it dead on, like dead on, like a (laughs) a supercomputer ticked it up and they're like, hey, this guy, 60 years later, completely figured out the plot, they wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't come and get me because that would that would that would prove it's true, right? Right. So they right. just let you kind of stand there, just kind of flailing in the wind, just screaming right. at nothing. And they look at this guy and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's still obsessed with the Kennedy thing sixty years later." Anyway, and right, that that's the deck is stacked for them. It's um to to kind of do a to, yeah. a, a, a wild jump. Who do you think? How do you think it actually went down like obviously we'll never have like the we'll never have the receipts or the fingerprints or the affidavits, but I mean just like just bullshit and like how do you think it went down like a couple gun teams how, how do you think it went down just in your in your educated guess opinion, obviously, there's no way we can back any of this up, but just gut yeah gut feeling like gun to your head, what do you think happened?
1: Okay. If I had to make an educated guess, yeah. I think that there was talk you know, I hate Donald Sutherland's character in JFK, mm-hmm. I think that summed it up perfectly. Yeah. Mr. X. Yeah. Like and, and because he was he the it, it really did go down, I think, like that, where there was this, it was in the wind, right? Yeah. Someone said something yeah, and me. it was a combination of First of all, Alan Dulles, who Kennedy had fired, right? So he's like this cold warrior, sacred cow that yeah. is now fired. Yeah. And so, but he still had a lot of power. So he's talking to people and they know very powerful people. And maybe it's Clint Murchison with, you know, or or some of these Texas oil guys who are like, Kennedy's got to go. Like they're all bitching and moaning that Kennedy's got to go for different reasons. Um, And then it's just, again, these people that... And I, I use the name Rockefeller because they're so high up. But mm-hmm. If anyone's pulling strings, and if if people say, "Well, it's Dulles and you know Lemay," Cur-. yeah, but even they have bosses. So who are yeah. their? Those are that's the real shadow government. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, is it you know the Rockefellers? they like like to control everything, and can't, they hate, they can hated the Kennedys. <laughs> so a lot of people dislike the Kennedys. So it starts there, right? And then it's like, okay, so who's going to put this plan in place? CIA is perfect for it. Mm -hmm. They already have everything in place. They've trained people for this. That's like, well, let's take that plan we had to do this in
0: Guatemala
1: and in Africa and in Cuba, and now let's internalize it here to get rid of Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And all of these little modus operandi, right? So, okay, we gotta have a patsy in each city. We have to, so it's a few people planning the, you know, hiring who's gonna be where, and, and it's need to know. So no one knows everything, right? So it's like, you're to be here then. You're gonna be here then. Then they also had people there in Dealey Plaza that day that did nothing. And they were told to be in Dealey Plaza. There was a story about how there were were certain assassins in Dealey Plaza that day who didn't know why they were there but they noticed other assassins in Dealey Plaza that day. And they were just told to be there and they got paid to be there. They didn't do any shooting. But there's a couple of reasons for that. A, muddy the waters and b you people you were there so sh- you know like Shut it's almost like we have to, right right yeah. right it's almost like you know listen this is how much power we have <laughs> so that was that was a statement and i think that they had probably three teams of two or three people with a main shooter a spotter uh radio i don't know i don't know how that works <laughs> but like something to that effect yeah. uh grassy knoll six Sixth floor depository, which, again, Oswald was not there at the time. And then maybe on the other side, uh, the, uh, the, yeah, the like uh, the like where the freeway or the overpass. I mean, it could have been anywhere, but I would think or actually because I was there recently. So you have that other federal building where all the at the time there were prisoners in there and they were yelling and screaming. They're like, oh, you know, whatever. And the, all the windows were open. And there's some interesting photos of what they think is a gun coming out of one of the windows, or possibly a gun. But if you were to triangulate something, it would have been here, here, and here. So it was triangulated. And this was all military, yeah. professional, top, highest level. And then again, the other things that needed to be in place Operation Mockingbird, control the media, uh, they had to control the body. And that's where you get a lot of people, because that was not easy to do. They were going to do the autopsy because Dallas had jurisdiction, but these guys came in in, in in military uniforms and were like, "We're taking the body," and they threatened to shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> like they were like, "We're taking the body," because they had to take the body yeah. because the the doctors at Parkland already said, you know, listen, this was an entrance wound. Yeah and they all pointed they they were they all pointed here they're like this is where it had this the, the shot came boom yeah so that's from the grassy knoll
0: yeah
1: it's not from the Texas school book depository so they know they had to get to the body they had to doctor things so the anyone really got to it by the time it got to Bethesda it wasn't the same they had already done some things to the body but it was all very well planned out and i think that you know it was a group of very powerful people who subcontracted and and need to know need it on a need to know basis and departmentalize the whole thing. I know there were people that was like, all I know, I was supposed to be there on an airfield in Fort Worth, waiting to take three people to Canada. Yeah, that's all they know. Yeah. Once they get to Canada, there's a plane there waiting to take them back to France. I'm just saying it could be yeah. the shooters, it yeah. could be anyone. Just <laughs> you know, total. Just get total yeah. fog but they they trained and they knew how to do this stuff because they did it all over the world they were incredibly good at it so all they had to do was to say okay let's find the right spot and they planned different options so they had chicago tampa dallas in chicago what happens this this informant named lee calls the calls the secret service and says there's gonna be a plot Cuban exiles they're going to try to kill kennedy he warns them, Lee warns them, and he does not go to Chicago. It doesn't happen in Tampa for whatever reason. They had a Patsy set up in each place. Where does it go down? Where is it? Where is it all? Where does it happen? Dallas? It all, everything goes according to plan. Boom. Oswald. and things didn't go quite right because Oswald probably never should have left the Texas School Book Depository alive. Or the fact that he got to the theater and he called his handler Mm. and said, his handler's like, meet me at the theater. Well, that was all big setup because there were 50 police officers showed up. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't even, they weren't even, they say he, you know, they said, well, he killed Officer Tippett. They didn't even, it had nothing to do with Kennedy at that point. So they knew, but they knew that it was Oswald. They had to get Oswald and then they had to shut up. Ruby probably wasn't supposed to happen. But they had to get that. That was a last minute Ruby go in there, or you know, he owed he owed to the mob. He he was in debt. He you know he was a mobster. But it was like either you do this, you know, or your family, you know, that kind of thing with the mob. So Ruby does what he has to do, and that's it. That's it. Once Oswald's dead and he can't testify in court, and, and oh, and then. Lyndon Johnson, here he is. Oh, we're going to do a warrant. We're going to do the commission. Earl Warren, He's a actually was a good man. You know, he was an honorable guy. But here's the Warren commission. And who's going to – he's going to head it, but the main guy that, responsible is Alan Dulles. They put Alan Dulles on the Warren commission. It's, yeah. You, again, you can't make that up. No.
0: It's, not only was it the perfect conspiracy, and not only did they control the media, if those two didn't work, they were the ones doing the investigation.
1: <laughs> right. They controlled the investigation.
0: It was so airtight. You almost... There is something, and like I think it goes without saying, like they're demons from hell, but there is something, if you can just detach yourself from it, there is something so fascinating about how it was just the perfect assassination. How 60 years later, people are still like, we think this is maybe how it happened? Like, they really pulled out all of the stops. Like, yeah, assassins there just given bogus orders, just like so they don't even know. So it's like if someone asks them, they're like, yeah, I was told to, you know, sit in the back seat of a taxi or some shit, like, across town. And now they're like, I don't even know what that was. Who contracted me, right? And it's, I mean... And then, you know, if there were teams of shooters, we don't know who they were. Yeah, they get on a plane. We're taking you home. Oh, that Cessna went down in the middle of the Atlantic. Right?
1: Exactly. I mean, we don't right. even
0: know who to be looking for, right? Right. Probably right. If CIA an assassin boy, yeah. was
1: assassinated in, in Corsica yeah. two weeks later.
0: What do you know? It, yeah, Never find the box. The bo- guy never existed anyway. <laughs> like, who knows right? this? Yeah, right. right. Exactly. You just right. use it another CIA plot to take him out. Right, you just, and it's like because we were doing that shit all over the all over the world. You have this guy, and all then you over. you tell some other guy, you go, hey, that guy's a commie. We think he killed Kennedy. <laughs> shoot him, <laughs> and then you shoot him. I mean, it, it. There is something almost beautiful in like a like a movie sense mm-hmm. of just like the Swiss watch mechanism of everything yep. that went down that day. Nothing was left for chance, and it's no. It's evil, but you can't help but be impressed by it.
1: Yeah, if you if you remove yourself from that and you and and the insidiousness of it, yeah, and you you're left there. I was horrified most of the time I was writing this book because I realized just what kind of people we're dealing with. Like it is horrifying. And here's what's we talk about: Swiss knife precision. These guys took a lot out of the Nazi playbook. And this is what people don't like. They have to understand the sequence of events starting with the war, World War II, towards the end of World War II and what was happening. They had already knew they were going to de- beat the Nazis, defeat the Nazis, but the Nazis had a lot of sympathizers in the United States, mm-hmm. including a lot of these very wealthy American blue blood families who were anti-Semitic to begin with. I mean, you're talking about like, you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, harvard yale educated it's you can't get more waspy than these people were and they hated everyone and you know these are the people that hated the irish that's why they hated the kennedys because they were english scotch and they didn't like the irish i mean my god <laughs> right you know and so Home this team. is what they were <laughs> so this is what they were like though and they were raised to have that elitist attitude that's the attitude they were raised with to have and this started before world war ii ended and they, that what they did, they took all these Nazis. They, not only Wernher von Braun, I know everyone knows about him, mm-hmm. rocket scientists, he helped us beat the Russians getting to the moon. Okay, fine. But there were thousands of other, yeah, yeah, scientists, Nazi scientists, who, guess what, were working on what became MK Ultra, oh, yeah, mind control. Yeah. They were doing that in the concentration
0: camps. Yeah,
1: Dachau. They were doing that all over Germany.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, so MK the K is as a nod to the Nazis. It's control spelled with a K.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they and they didn't, they didn't even hide it. It's like you know, like it's and like yeah, we're just Nazis. you know tens of thousands. They helped get to Argentina, Bolivia, uh, you know, Chile, and they got. I mean, it. it there was this show on. I watched it. You like you would love this show. It was called Hunting Hitler. It's on the History Channel. It's on Hulu now. I highly recommend people watch it because of what it suggests. Not. So they're saying that Hitler did not die in the bunker, Mm -hmm. okay? But even getting past that, what they found, it was like three seasons, and what they found is this network that the Nazis had set up, this underground network, all across Europe, Scandinavia, down to the Vatican, leading to South America, literally they were on their way to starting a Fourth Reich in Argentina, and I don't know how they didn't do it. That's how well planned out it was. I mean, I think maybe some of the guys just got too old. But they're probably they, like,
0: "Why do it in Argentina? We've got a good one going in America."
1: <laughs> uh, well, well, but the thing is, in Argentina, you had they were it was uh, Perón was fascist, and yeah. and they they loved the Nazis, so they the Nazis yeah. had been going to. Oh, Tina. Throughout the war, they would go there, and they were planning all this. So think about these, intricate underground systems that they had set up for escape and secret meetings, and all this, and these people they had in place. Plus their mind control. They no one was better at that. No one was better at propaganda. You know, they just had, and and we just took it, took the playbook. We kind, these guys kind of like the Nazis anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and. And there you go there's the modern cia and the you know and and these intelligence agencies and the way they do things and and kennedy didn't stand a chance you know like and
0: uh, you wonder (laughs) if he knew he didn't stand a chance though i don't know when you when you start to read and you always have to be careful of like are we projecting our own romantic like heroism traits onto him right and it's everything's always easier in hindsight and well of course this was happening but you read some of his speeches, man, there's almost like a... Maybe I just sense it, and maybe I'm projecting myself on it, but you almost feel like he's starting to, like, lose it. I don't mean in, like, a crazy sense. I mean, like, he's dropping the facade. It's Early on, it's like, we will work, and towards the end, it's like, secrecy is evil. Like, are we not all men? Are we not all, like, creations of God? Like, do we not need... Are we really... Do we really need these evil black ops going through the... night? Nu- He kind of, you know, it kind of sounds like he's, like, on the third drink, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, he was of them. Right. Yeah.
0: By the end of it, he's like, you know know what? By the end of it, he's just like, do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah, he's just flipping the fucking desk in the Oval Office. He's like, do it, right? And, like, (laughs) you know, and you would never see it, right? Because there's, you know, it's not like he's going on TV and saying it. But you wonder if towards the end of it, he was just, like, by himself, just brooding in the Oval Office and was like, I know that... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe he went into Dallas and he's like knowing he's like, I know it's happening in the next month or so. You almost wonder if he was just like, how am I going down? Am I going down as a legend or am I going to like wimp out?
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with you I because yeah, a lot of his later speeches, he they, just comes just, out. He
0: starts, he's a little he's the third drink in. He's not. Yeah, clipping he it. Is. He's just. No, like, he's yeah. not. And, you know, and, and another and, thing, right? <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, not exactly. done with you. Give me back the mic. You know, I'm not fucking. <laughs> you can almost imagine him the ties loosened. Like, shut up, honey. I, this is a long time coming. And Dulles, <laughs> I got something for you and your brother, you <laughs> cocksucker, right? Red in the face, just smoking the cigar. And he's, oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> right? It's hilarious. I'm dying here, kind of but yeah. it's so
1: true. Like, yeah. it's like he was just, but what it did show is that he changes a person. Yeah, He did. And he realized that without peace, it, we couldn't go on with this cold warrior the end of the hawkish wars. let's just bomb the hell out of everyone. Right. He knew that it, it, that millions of people could die in five minutes. Yeah. And he learned that huge missile crisis. Yeah. Scared the hell out of them. Scared the hell out of Khrushchev too. And that's why they started to talk behind the scenes. Right? Like, hey, we need a detente here. But what's I I was told, a couple of people told me, and I don't know if they, how they got their information. <clears throat> and a lot of people say, well, look, we talked to, uh, you know, the guy who was Kennedy's secret service, blah, 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 or whatever. You know, you hear things. But there was talk in the White House of, do you think they would kill me? But Kennedy was like, nah, nah, they, they don't have the gall to do that that's and i think that's he knew that they might want to kill him sure <laughs> and he probably had a good idea that they really wanted to strangle him but he probably didn't think i think in the end he's like no they, they wouldn't could. They do it they're in here and like the going uh, blow my brains out and yeah <laughs> yeah and there,
0: <laughs> yeah. There, there probably is that idea of right like like a CEO probably knows, like the lower peons want to kill him, but you know it's like you don't have the nuts. There's some story, some short story we had to read in like middle school, and it's like a uh, some general putting down like a guerrilla resistance in South America. It's a fictional story, but he goes into the town to get like a shave, and he knows the barber is uh, a member of the guerrilla army, and he goes in and he knows that he's a guerrilla member, and he knows that the guerrilla, he knows he knows he knows. And he goes in there and stares him in the eye, and he's like, I'd like a shave. So it's just right there with the knife to his neck the whole time. And he stands up at the end and like shakes the guy's hand, and he's like, I knew you were a man of honor or something. Basically, like you would save the fight for the actual streets. But it was also this sort of like, he just looked you in the eye and was like, do it, bitch. And, <laughs> and he never did. You almost wonder if Kennedy underestimated just how psychopathic they were. Like, they yep. won't do it especially during the cold. You're not going to shoot me a year after the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> right, right. And like, hey man, egg <laughs> on his face. Like, they were, you know, they didn't care. They would rather probably have nuclear war than lose lose grip of the throne.
1: He underestimated the level of their psychosis in in a couple of ways. The, nar- the narcissism, the... The idea that the elitism, that they were meant to rule and control. Kennedy was disposable. Yeah. Right. Uh, Same with his brother, obviously, Oswald. You know, Oswald was a CIA asset, he was a CIA spy, but he was lower level and he was disposable. And that was the bottom line, you know, and that's the way they looked at everyone and everything. Yeah. Think about how the Nazis viewed just about everyone. Yeah. Because what would have happened is if the Nazis once they completely annihilated all the Jewish people off the face of the earth, all the gypsies, all the, you know, people who had mental disabilities, who were they coming after next?
0: Yeah, they weren't going to stop.
1: They're not going to stop. At some point they needed women. They needed women to procreate because it was the 1000 year Right, and actually they encouraged that, <laughs> but it was like, yeah, all Nazi, all Aryan women need to have children have mm. as many as you can. It, it, it's, it's so insidious and evil, yet it persists, mm. and that's why it still matters. That's why when we say, yeah, 60 years later, you know, these younger generations could care less, at least some of them. There are some people teaching this in college courses, which I think is great, mm-hmm. uh, but not enough. You know, and I think that they're also not teaching critical thinking skills. And that's on purpose, because if you can't think critically, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> At a certain point, we're done as a society. We're just done. Yeah. So, you know, but it it's it's it matters still because it's people don't realize there was an article that just came out and it was very similar to what I talked about, about the Nazis, that there is there's this underwriting. There is fascism fascism didn't die after world war ii nazis didn't die after world war ii like they were alive and well believe it or not in south america and some other places and it was incredible but that idea of let's kill everyone else because we don't like them and as long as it's not us yeah you know and at some point they're gonna get to you and that's what people need to realize. You can't think that way. Yeah, we have problems in this world. You know, a lot of people don't like immigration. A lot of people don't like it, and, and there's problems with that. I get that totally. But you know that that it's this this attitude of pure elitism, where it's like if you're if you're not one of us, yeah, you're one of them. And if you're one of them, you are disposable. The machine and will that's, turn on you. The machine will turn on you. The machine will eat you alive and spit you out. And that's, it just bothers me when I see footage of Alan Dulles and these guys. And it's just like, there's like these grumpy, disgusting old men. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you disgusting animals, you. (laughs) It's just, you know, I mean.
0: I mean, then you think of like Dulles, not Dulles, excuse me, Angleton. Oh um, my God. Like towards the end of World War II, I think. And he goes into some some theater, I think, in Italy or Germany. I forget where. Um, It's in the book uh, The Ghost by Jefferson Morley. But Angleton goes in there. There's some SS officer who's, like, fleeing from the OSS. And Angleton goes in there. And, like, the cops go in there. And they're like, are you whatever, Hans? And he's like, no, I'm Billy. And they're like, come <laughs> with us, Hans. Kind of like and they pull him out under the street and then they bring him to like Angleton's office and Angleton's basically like, so you can go hang or you're going to work with us. And he's like, so something along the lines of like, like you'll never be able to get like your people work to work for me. Like my, my past is so bloody basically. And Angleton waves his hands and he goes, we are the masters of the universe. And I think in that statement, you can see the mindset of we right. are them. Right. And it, to an extent there's, you know, it's probably validated, right? You just won World War Two. You're probably like, you know, you know, we <laughs> yeah, like, we a little, are the general ubris. Yeah, yeah, you're probably <laughs> feeling your ball is probably feeling a couple sizes too big. You're probably like, uh, yeah, we are. Fuck are you. We just nuked Japan. Oh, you don't even know what a nuke is, do you? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We just we just we just flipped a switch and said bye bye, in Japan. You you're probably feeling like you're seven feet tall, but All right. Imagine that mindset, and then imagine again back to the whole. You know, the dad slapping the kid. And I think this is what you and I talked about last time is a lot of them probably are in that World War Two mindset where they're just like, yeah, anything goes to win. Yep. Because if you yep. don't win, this is what happens. They're probably right. looking at like if you pussyfoot around it, you're just looking at these just mountains of bodies in Europe and Japan and and, 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 and th- in the Pacific and just like, hey, yeah, we'll shoot the president. The fuck do we care? They probably thought they were doing the right thing. They, not only did they do it and had to justify it, I think if you sat them down, they'd look at you and they'd be like, you're welcome. Right. Right? It'd be like Jack Nicholson. We're and like saving good men. It'd be like, I'd rather you thank me and go away <laughs> than like question how I provide your freedom. I think that's how deep the psychosis is.
1: That is a perfect example. They because look at that you, was be like, the I'd attitude. Rather,
0: I'd rather Tommy, Jack. I'd rather you guys thank me for the democracy that you go to bed <laughs> under than question the manner in which I provide it. Right? You just see Dolus slamming his like that. Like, yeah, we killed him. You're goddamn right, we did. Yeah. Like, you're welcome.
1: They thought they were being patriots because they they thought Kennedy was a threat to democracy because he was didn't want all-out war with communism with the communists and he was working with khrushchev and he'd done these things and he was not he wasn't being a good cold warrior and they just couldn't have that you know would i mean it
0: would you would you ever want to peek behind the curtain if we could just like i don't know have like a magical imac and we just pull back a curtain and we could just peer into a universe where kennedy wasn't killed Mm. would you really would you want to look in that because what if it was awful? That would be god awful. Maybe it's great. We're on like Mars by now, probably like cities on Neptune or something.
1: I think for sure we'd definitely be way ahead in space
0: at this point. And I, I, what if it is just an irradiated ember? What are you doing then, man? Are you, do you, are you writing a sequel to your
1: book? Because one thing changes another, right? Yeah. And you just don't know the sequence of events. So you know, one event. And then there was, there's was, there been a domino effect from that event, from him dying. Yeah. So what would have been the domino effect of him not dying? What if well, it was probably
0: identical?
1: Would
0: have, ugh. That's a, that's a scary I, outcome.
1: I, this idea of perpetual war and conflict is something I think these guys solidified when they killed what Kennedy. He was—because he, he, he was our best hope yeah. or last hope for that kind of peace and—wait, wait, wait. But there's too much money to be made in war. Yeah. No, and war I'm profiteers in human nature. They're just these, you know, you have to take Bell Helicopter, General Dynamics, dozens of other companies. They all made billions of dollars on the Vietnam War, and they were waiting to make billions of dollars on the Vietnam War. And, other, and people like Dulles, they all benefited from it, all benefited from it.
0: Yeah, and then think of how much bigger the military-industrial complex is now. Oof. It's even bigger and more entrenched it's more advanced. It's more global reaching. And there is something. I mean, think of just how fucking wild it was for Kennedy to like, he's probably looking at these guys and he's like, they're evil narcissists. They they run the world. But you know what? It's almost like I have a bigger brother who's going to beat you up. It's like, this is my buddy, Dwight Eisenhower, five star. He wrangled all y'all. And then as he's leaving, he goes, Hey, by the way, they're in charge and I have no idea how to stop it from the Oval Office. And he goes, Anyway, peace like your tenant, you're shitting bricks. You're going, Oh no. Yeah. You see Eisenhower. Eisenhower basically
1: out. said he did say that. He I, basically said walked it. out of there and was like,
0: Yo, by the way, there's a, there's like a mafia. Yeah. <laughs> there's a mafia I, they, that makes the mafia look like nothing. Yeah.
1: They're completely out of control and we have a serious problem and have a nice life i mean it's like you know a lot of those guys couldn't wait to get out of office that's brutal
0: isn't that and what isn't that what trump said when he was flying back to mar-a-lago right he goes and gives his concession not he never gives a concession but like he doesn't go to the <laughs> inauguration i think his words were he goes have a nice life and just gets on the plane because he, he said, probably have a nice life i'm i'm like 90 percent sure because right, he didn't go to the inauguration. He just gave some final speech on the runway It was like, "It was stolen," and his <laughs> he goes, "Have a nice life," and then he just gets on the plane. Everyone was like,
1: oh. thinking he was to say more.
0: Yeah, no, he, yeah, well, he talked yeah, like it, a minute, and then he goes, "Have a nice life," and just got on his <laughs> private plane. Everyone was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs>
1: like, when you think you think about these guys when they get they they elect oh, they're elected. God. And there's this big high, right? Like, oh, I was just elected. And they, you know, they have all their campaign promises. And then they go into that that meeting, that that yeah. uh, you know, that's it's okay, the transfer of power meeting. Yeah. I always talk about that because that was something I'll forget when I saw that with Obama. And man, that guy came out of that meeting looking thirty years older than when he went in and was shaken to the core. And I couldn't believe what I was watching. I'm like, what the hell did they show him in there or tell him in there? I always think they show him this is a pruder film. They show all incoming presidents this
0: pruder yeah. film. Yeah,
1: it's like that could be you too if you don't follow this strict agenda. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Th- you talk- don't mess with world banking. You don't mess with the big guys. You don't mess with the people who really have the power because you have no power whatsoever.
0: Or they watch like, Not- or there's like an updated version where it's like a video from the White House of them like, I don't know watching a POV of the first plane hitting the North Tower or something. Like radio can or oh, like you just look at that and they're like any questions and you're like, Jesus Christ almighty. Holy shit, right? They show you a video of Cheney watching TV and going, three, two, one and then the first plane hits and you're going Oh oh no. Oh, oh no. And then they look at you and they go, Alright. You want eight years and then you leave with a permanent <laughs> secret service detail or <laughs> or fuck, dude. I mean, yeah, we joke about it. But I always think like if I'm actually in that position, All right, I don't have kids. OK, cool. They show me pictures of my parents. They show me like a live video feed of my parents. It's already done. There's nothing I can do. i'm I'm probably just going along honestly man i'd like to think i'd I'd be some hero the reality is is they show me a picture of like my brothers my parents and they're going tommy it's there is no option where you win (laughs) you either just die and everyone you love dies or you don't man i probably just go yeah what are we doing man
1: yeah i mean what at that point we're we're,
0: we're aiding ukraine i'm like okay like what you know, and it almost makes you feel for him a little more. I don't know. Can you it's, go in? Can you go into that the the bomb thing? For if people don't know what you're talking about, because you brought that up in the last time we chatted.
1: Yeah, and this is just something I happened to see. So yeah. he won. He beat Bush. No wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, no wait. No, he had he that beat, work. He beat McCain. <laughs> he beat McCain. Yeah, you know, and and it was this new beginnings because everyone was tired of the Bushes at that point anyway, and so he gets in and he you know is campaigning and all these campaign platform, and he was a lot of energy, and I remember the day I just happened to be watching the news. It's like oh, so you're about to go into the transition meeting, and like that's just like three four hour meeting. Where he meets with the the outgoing, so it was Bush and all his cronies, right? Uh Dick Cheney, rumps, all those guys whoever was left at that point. And uh, so he went in and then I was watching the news later on and he came out and I swear to you, I'll never forget this. And I don't know what station it was at that time what Network, but he it looked like he had gray hair where he didn't have gray hair. He looked ashen and he was not the same man. And I'm like, what happened? (laughs) And I'm like, and of course you, as a critical thinker, like, would they tell him in that meeting? Yeah. Something happened in the meeting. And then for eight years, people complained because he didn't get anything done. And, and if you can find, I tell people, try to find that. I don't know where to find that. I don't. But I'll never forget that moment as long as I live because I knew they were telling him things like, you continue the wars. If you don't continue these wars, Again, show there's a proof
0: or yeah. film.
1: You know that's like you either wind up like Kennedy, or you have a nice little you know, you retire with a secret service detail and so a lot of money. Yeah, if not, and, here's
0: a here's a dossier of four different ways we're going to kill your family. You get to choose which one. Do you want it to be a car bomb? <laughs> Do you want it to be? We'll let you choose.
1: Like, you can choose. No, but you know, and here's here's the thing. So, what it says, and it's said for a long time now, ever since Kennedy. I think, really, is that, again, we get so worked up about who's president, who's not president, who could be president, and it does not matter. And I say that as a straight down middle, not liberal, not conservative. I'm saying that as a human being. It doesn't matter. I went on the show the other day and. They were, you know, kept going on about Trump and this and that. I said, listen, I'm going to say something that might make you angry, but I have to say it because this is something we need to get past if we're ever going to really get down to the real issue here. At this point, Trump's a distraction. He's a distraction from what we really need to be talking about because he learned, like all the other presidents learned, some of them are. George Bush Senior was in the CIA. So when he was elected, he knew what was going on. He knew what to expect. But most guys that come in like that, whether it's a Trump or Obama or whoever, they learn very quickly that they have no power. And if they don't learn very quickly that they have no power, then no real power. That's what I mean by that. They can veto things. they They can shut down national parks. They have veto power, whatever. But these are the issues that we fight about. Like, oh, you know, we get so angry. But in the end, they're not the ones pulling the strings. They're not. And no guy, any person who says, I'm going to become president, I'm going to change things, really change things for the better, is either going to be dead or is totally lying. <laughs> you know, like, or is not going to get anything done. And then people are, oh, why didn't that guy get done what he said he would get done? And we go back and forth with that. But the bottom line is, is that it doesn't matter. Obama, Trump, Biden, doesn't matter. What we have to do is focus on who are the follow the money, Hmm. follow the money. What do they always say? Follow the money. Follow the money. Who are the people who have the stand the most to lose from things changing? Federal Reserve, bankers, big time, you know, national bankers, big, big time bankers, right? Uh, Again, these blue blood elitist families, the, the you know from the, the robber baron days, like the Rockefellers and these families that like they control Rockefellers control education. That was their big thing. They wanted to control education. So everyone thought, oh, the Rockefeller Foundation. They were so you know they oh they were wonderful. They gave so much. They were controlling all that. You know these people didn't play around, and that's what we need to understand. And I say it. I, and again, I don't want to disres. I don't want anyone you know be oh you don't like try the. To- <laughs> it, 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 until we stop we have to start with let's even forget the presidents at this point after Kennedy we might as well have mm-hmm. you know I mean once Kennedy was shot in the head, I don't even know if that office really mattered for much anymore so. ever but to the people because it's the you know the president's giving his speech his State of the Union but that's what we see. What's really going on behind the scenes, and that scares the hell out of you because behind the scenes is Curtis Lemay, Alan Dulles, yeah, you know, you know uh, Himmler, you yeah. know Goebbels. I mean, these yeah. guys, you know, people like who were just maniacal, ego maniacal, power hungry, and they have the power behind it. You can't do anything about it. The technology, like you mentioned, is so advanced today that they can kill you 50 ways to Sunday, and no one will even know what happened to you. Yeah. Heart attack. Yeah. Really? Because a guy went up to him before that and just came by him with this little instrument. Next thing you know, he's having a major heart attack. What do you That's
0: there, the kind of... Yeah, there'd be a gas leak <laughs> yeah. in my building, right? There
1: would be... Right. Yeah. Yeah, but
0: yeah, it, it, there's... You, I don't want to end on a down note it's you know I don't think it's down I think it's being realistic because if you try to avert anything but the truth whatever outcome you reach is going to be tainted because it will not be based in truth so I think we have to truthfully look at it and go like it's rotted through and through sit with that and it is depressing and it is it is a down note but then it allows you to pivot and go realistically like what can I do in my life and it does come back to like your immediate surroundings like you can be a better person you can and I know that sounds like some cheery fucking motivational poster bullshit I, I understand that but like you can be a better person in your immediate surroundings you can donate to your homeless shelter you can be you can be a better son you can be a better brother you can be a better friend And you can make a difference in the people immediately around you and you know that it kind of sucks because you go well there is no Office of the presidency, and there hasn't been for sixty years, and it's just a totalitarian military-industrial complex that I would imagine has probably been run by AI for the last decade, so we don't even know what it is. But, but it's like you can still go—I don't know—volunteer at the, you know, local public school or something, do a big yeah, just program. love,
1: you know, love the people are in your life, you know, like my mom always says stuff like that. You know, it's like just you know whatever. But listen, you're doing this show right I wrote that book people care yeah people listen people are buying the book people are listening to the show and they they were like they do care you yeah. know and it's just a question of okay but you know the Nazis were never overthrown by any of these little resistances that happened during the you know they yeah. weren't even overthrown when they were defeated okay because no. they were in pretty good shape in Argentina
0: but exactly they were very well. They were made yeah. the heads of NASA. <laughs> it wasn't even kind of hired. It was like you're gonna be capped there's pictures of LeMay, Kennedy, Von Braun. All yeah. all in all in fucking Ray Bans, like smoking cigars. Like yeah. not only are they you're gonna be appointed to the highest echelons. And that's you know, that's kind of depressing. <laughs> but it's also <laughs> Whether or not we want it to be depressing or not, whether we want to end on a bad note or not, it doesn't make it any less the truth. And that's kind of like where right. I come down on it. Is like we we can go. Let's not end on a bad note. And it's like there is no good or bad note. It's it's accuracy. There, it doesn't care well, what you think. It's it, it just right. is right. It just right. It just fucking is. It's, it's a, that's exactly it is right. It's May fifteenth. It doesn't matter how much I <laughs> d- pretend today is Christmas. <laughs> it's just may 15th man right make of that what you will
1: exactly right
0: but i can't and that's yeah
1: yeah no that's why it's so important that rfk jr goes it goes circles back to him yeah the truth is the truth you know this guy's talking from very he's a he's a really good soul yeah and he's just being honest he's being honest listen my dad first people he called was the he was blaming the cia why do you think he did that you know that it just is what it is, right? It doesn't. The truth matters. Yeah, and it resonates. And it, he is resonant. That that resonated with people because yeah. it was like, whoa, <laughs> <You know>? hardcore. <laughs> yeah, hardcore.
0: Man, he wins. He gets inaugurated. He comes out and gives a speech that night about the validity of the Warren Commission. Everyone's like, oh shit. He comes out and he goes, <laughs> "This thing is it's it's cracked." Let's put this to bed. And you're like, oh, fuck. He got the talk. He got the he talk. He got the talk. Yeah. He, got he the has talk. a ton more gray
1: hair. He's ashen. He right? comes yeah. out
0: and he's like, listen, Lee Harvey acted alone. We're all like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. He's like, you're Han- just so Sir awful. Han that would be the most def- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'd jump, I'd jump out of my apartment window. <laughs> I'd be, like, just li- yeah. be Just lie to me. I- just lie to me, Bobby. Just lie to me. Yeah. Tell me it's all going to be yeah. okay. That would be so awful. Not only is the Warren Commission correct, I would like to point the national spotlight on two domestic ca- terrorists, Jack Roth and Tom <laughs> Kerrigan. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck. You and I
1: will be like, okay, wait. Is there any way we can get hired? We can't beat them, so be like, like, can we join they the pay propaganda really well. department? i'll join the propaganda we, I'll, I'll
0: join it man i'll put on the are you guys still wearing hugo boss give me a uniform i don't give a shit man hugo boss just give me some subscribers that's what it all comes down to just give me some <laughs> subscribers <laughs> well i don't know if i feel better or worse after this podcast
1: it's tough it's it tough
0: it's a hard it's a hard i think there's only one way to approach it and it's how we've approached it and it's just fill it with laughter yeah, I think that's the only way you can like rationally digest it.
1: I agree. You got to laugh in life, and even at the most horrible things. I mean, obviously, there's a time and a place, yeah. but like, you know, we're sitting here. We've done the work. We're trying to do the work, and it gets so frustrated, right? And you just, you all of a sudden, we're laughing because it's sad, laugh, or man. we're laughing because it's like, this is this is just an unbelievable, right? <laughs> the state of humanity as it is, and it's like, oh wow, yeah. Do you
0: almost, do you almost wish you didn't know? You almost wish, sometimes I look at some things and I'm like, I don't know, maybe maybe ignorance is bliss. Sometimes I wish I'm like, I wish I could just kind of like, just tap my head and just wipe it. And just be like, the country works how it's supposed to. I can't wait for Kim Kardashian's next movie or whatever the fuck she does. You ever, right. Do you ever wish that? Yeah,
1: exactly. Just be completely, you know, just right, like the, like a zombie, just right? Put, just, put, like, a, you know, just they... put a
0: drip of valium <laughs> right into the base of my brain, just a nice little drip, just every hour or so, just a milligram of valium <laughs> right into, right into the hippocampus, and just it'll just be happy, just fine. Fine. TikTok in one hand, McDonald's, and just you know,
1: <laughs> well, listen, what was it, the JFK? What was his name? I can't remember offhand. He was a good one too was an early investigator in this, and he said, because people were giving him a hard time, he's like, do you think I wish I didn't? Like, I wish I didn't know this. Yeah. I wish I never knew this. He goes, I would sleep so much better at night. This is horrifying. I'll never sleep well again. You know, that's the people don't get. It's like, I, yeah, you know, it is so upsetting. You know, and it's so it's horrifying. There were nights I was writing the book, I had to take a break. I'm like, I, at least I told my wife. I'm like, this is, I, oh man, yeah, it's heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. You know, and but yeah, so yeah, I'd sleep better not knowing anything, of course. You know, but you you can't. You know, it's like as you you know like, again, as critical thinkers, we can't. Yeah. We, we can't not do anything i could never do that i would have been one of the guys i would have died in germany in the 1930s yeah i would have been, I would like, been one of the wrong i, just get I would have been yeah i would have been one of those like an like an intellectual-ish like a writer you know because that's the first people they took to the camps were uh intellectuals you know the writers professors because those were the critical think yeah people don't re- realize this those are the first people they had to get rid of and they're like they took them all to these work camps weren't concentration camps death camps yet but they took them to like work they all died anyway but eventually but like they got to get rid of that you got to get rid of that uh rational reasonable voices objective voices if you're hitler because you're totally irrational irrational, so yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i would have died but i'm aware enough to know that i would have died thinking i wasn't gonna die i'd be like, people are gonna hear me out and they're gonna rise up and and they would just shoot me in the back of the head <laughs> like i don't yeah. think it would be some heroic like i'm going to the gallows knowing what i stand for i would be so delusional that i'd be like the resistance is gonna come up and we're gonna thwart hitler and just they just knock on the door to the gestapo and just, <laughs> like i would have <laughs> at no point did i th- would i have thought i was gonna die I was like, I'm gonna win this, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go call Ike, and I'm gonna say, come on over. And no, I'd get shot in the back of the head, in like 33. Yeah, I get oh, yeah. shot like the night after the beer hall butch. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. And as I'm saying that now, I'm like looking around, and I'm like, <laughs> why am I doing this podcast? Like, surely enough people are gonna learn about this. Do you want to hear about it, Tommy? Yeah, no, his car took off and. Hit a tree at two hundred. Ah, oh, I like this show. <laughs> a tree at two hundred. I didn't know a Civic could go two hundred. Me neither. But you know what? I'm not questioning it. I didn't know. A, I didn't know a Honda Civic could hit two hundred. They're like, yeah. I'm not looking under any more rocks. Those guys in suits showed up to his apartment and took his computer. That's it. Yeah. You know, I don't really care. Put on the car. I just would
1: You know what? I really don't think I. I get so angry when I watch movies about Nazis and, I, and what they do that I really think I probably would have. I just would have gotten so angry at one of them, you know, and then they would have beaten me, taken me to jail. And I never my my family would never see me again because I would have told them to F off and, you know, da, 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 da. And that would have been it.
0: Yeah. And I, the thing is, is like, I think I would have done that, but I would have been under the influence that people would rise up behind me. I'd be like, guys, there's yeah. they can't take all of us. And they would very I would be the person that they plot in the middle of the square shoot in the head and be like, any questions. And they'd be like yeah, any no. questions. Yeah, I think no. if, if I was alive back then and I got killed by them and then you showed history as we know it versus the history where I died, nothing would change. The, the war would end the exact same day. There'd be the same number of fatalities plus one. There would be no difference in history, and it would really be you did nothing. You thought you did. You did nothing. Does anyone yeah, remember me? And they'd be like, no, you didn't have, they killed you before you had kids. What do you mean?
1: Yeah, <sighs>
0: nothing. Just gone.
1: Fuck. And that happened to a lot of people. I think a lot of people a lot lived of people that reality. Just... Jesus, was it, the white... was it the White Rose? Who was that really brave girl? They Hell were students yeah. in yeah, Germany. Fucking killed them all, Sophie something. Yeah. And they were brave, man. You want to talk about courageous? It's
0: just...
1: You know, it kind of reminded me of Kent State.
0: Yeah, but
1: like they, but they hung, and she hung. She. They have a picture of her right before, and she said something really composed and brave right before they hung her. Yeah, and it's I like, wow. But it didn't do anything. It's not like the rest of Germany rose up.
0: You yeah, know? I feel like for characters like that, it's they can't live with not doing something. Correct. They're probably they, in that moment they might be delusional, but I'm sure if you actually were able to like press time out and l- let them think it over for a couple of days, they'd probably be like, "Yeah, I know nothing's coming of this," but they're like, "I can't. I'll kill myself if I go right. the rest of my life." They'll be like, "I'll just drink myself to death." Now, it might be more of like a personal thing where it's like I have to go out like this. Yep. Well. <laughs> oh, now okay. Anyways. great show. <laughs> anyways, everyone, oh, this show's this show's sponsored by I don't know fucking whiskey. This show is sponsored by Jack Daniels. Go get shit faced. Go go buy a copy of the book Rat Poison. Yeah, this show is sponsored by carbon monoxide. Go fucking add a pipe to your car. Listen to the book on tape in a garage. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, there is freedom in it. There's liberation in it. I wouldn't do these. Of course. There's no other. You have to. It it is what it is. So just uh, acknowledge it and then just move forward. I don't know. Yeah, you, know? you gotta
1: do. You gotta. You gotta do what you gotta do, and and you know live with yourself. And yeah. we're doing the right thing, and and people listen, and it's it's good. It, it's it, it, at some point, I think this this the power will be broken somehow. Yeah, I think it's gonna take a a, a enormous bloodletting. Yeah, <laughs> but. Like the Civil War, right? Like that that was a bloodletting that had to happen. And unfortunately, every so and so, so often in humanity, there needs to be this huge bloodletting in order for things to get better for a while until they get bad again, and then there needs to be another bloodletting. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be positive,
0: and then it keeps going back. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going? We're going to have to kill almost everyone so that I can be good for like 50 years, and then we're going to have World War One. And that's going to kill, like, 50 times as many people as the Civil War. And then it's good. <laughs> no, no, no. And then we're going to have World War II. And that's going to kill, like, twice as many people. And then we're good. Mm-mm. So then we have the Cold War, which lasts for literally 10 times as long. Jesus Christ. As I'm thinking, as I'm walking this out, I'm like, <laughs> it's madness. <laughs> it's humanity. It's, it's human, human nature. It's <laughs> I, yeah I, it's madness i don't even i don't even know how to walk this out on a positive buy the book i don't know subscribe to the podcast so i can get some i don't
1: you, you listen you try <laughs> to do the right thing truth matters it does yeah. matter so and then you want to teach your kids the right yeah. thing and you want to try to Create critical thinkers, and that's why we do what we do, and I think we are evolving slowly but surely, but I think there's still that – there's a grip, an old grip. It's an old grip, but it's a very strong grip, and they've been holding on for a really long time, right, this power that they have. And I think eventually it will loosen, all joking aside, and I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing.
0: It will eventually because if you look at the difference between 1963 and today, and we talk about how you couldn't pull something off like that, it would be impossible – We'll walk out another sixty years, and then they'd be like, "Yeah, you can't even pull off a, a disinformation campaign, right?" Like in in sixty years from now. So in in, in twenty eighty three, they'll look back at like the smear campaigns against Trump or something, and they'll be like, "You couldn't pull that off today." With the same way we look at Kennedy and you go, "You couldn't kill him today," and if that keeps progressing over sixty year blocks, you do eventually break the power. Str- There's there's no big ceremonious breakthrough. It's not Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. Right. It will just kind of, it won't be VE day or VJ day, but it will just, it'll kind of fizzle out. Right. And one day you'll be learning about it. And be like, yeah, there used to be some power structure that kind of ran the world for like a thousand years. And we're not sure when, but sometime between 2400 and 2500, you know, we can now look back and say that, you know, that structure was dissolved. And like all joking aside, it probably will be something like that. Very slowly, very hesitantly, it will just be like water wearing down a rock for eternity. There's no moment where right. the Grand Canyon was formed, right? It's just at right, a certain point right. you're like, "Hey, look that that stream <laughs> cut a mile of rock." Well, when over millions of years, right? It, it didn't not do it, but there's no one day where you're like, "That's where it happened," right? It's not right. going to be the dinosaurs where it's just a an asteroid and it's it's done it'll it'll be a river just cutting a mountain in half, so I mean all joking aside like I do agree with you, I do think it will break eventually um I don't think we're gonna see it, but <clears throat> it it's still it is kind of funny it's not not funny <laughs> there's something <laughs> deeply funny about us realizing how fucked it is and how we're never gonna see it change. But still trying. To me, yeah, we're some, just. There's something deeply putting in funny. so much time. <laughs> no, I've always I've said this before on other podcasts. Like, there's something deeply funny to me about still trying to do the right thing in a world so utterly fucked. There's something deeply like above all else, above like it's the right thing to do or believe in God. Above all else, there's something deeply funny to me about seeing a tidal wave coming and still just building a sandcastle. At the core of it, it makes me laugh. There's no, like, deep me- – there is an ethical and a moral purpose to it, but deeper than all of that is, like, it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny <laughs> to, like, take a squirt gun and, like, spritz the World Trade Center on fire. You're like, this might help. Like, no, but it's kind of funny, right? And like, what else are you going to do, man? You got to laugh.
1: yeah Keep a sense of humor, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. it's so You got to live crazy. your
1: life, you know?
0: It's running on the D-Day with a gun that, if you pull the trigger, it says, bang. Like, it's <laughs> it's not not funny, right? There's 50 cows, like Saving Private Ryan, like, bang the And you're just like, "poop," Like, above all else, it is funny, if nothing yeah. else. It's in, nothing in the eons of galaxies and planets forming and dying and like there is something deeply funny about like charging off the ramp with like I don't know an inflatable bat <laughs> like right <laughs> it is it is funny like if you're on one of those Higgins boats with your gun you look to the right and you see like Ronald McDonald with huge shoes and he's like fuck I hope I don't trip in the sand right you everyone on the boats thrown up and someone would be like that's kind of fucking hilarious <laughs> You know, you know, 10 Listen, seconds. It
1: doesn't work out for you, dude. You need to try stand up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Ten> <laughs> you always got to stand up as a backup. 10 seconds. Everybody's loading the guns and Ronald is just like, arr, arr, just squeezing his nose. Higgins bought <laughs> <boat> empty, right <laughs> in the head. <laughs> oh my uh, God. People are going to
1: be like, what are they people are gonna, talking yeah, about?
0: You're, you're, <laughs> your agent's going to be like, hey, uh,
1: <laughs> what are you? That what show? are you doing with the book?
0: What are you? What are you doing here? I get all those other things on the circuit. Can we not do that show again? <laughs> yeah,
1: listen. All these things are so serious, you know. So it's nice to just be a little lighthearted a you little bit about it.
0: I mean, you have to. It's it, to me. This is as real as you get. Huh. We're not pulling any punches. Like it just leads to laughter. <laughs> You know, I can sit here and pretend like that's not the case, but you know, I mean, I would that'd be disingenuous. So, right. I mean, you know, this is my pitch for the book. If you want to laugh like we're mm. laughing right now, if you're looking at us and you're like, I'll have what they're having, buy the book, buy the book, buy the book. <laughs> it's better than laughing gas, buy the book. It's better than because any at the end, you're like, mad, are we screwed? Yeah, you don't you don't need you don't need some good weed or a drink. Buy the book and listen to this podcast, and you too will be laughing. So, I don't know, but I think I think we should wrap it up on that point before I tank the sales of your book any further <laughs> than I already have. Uh, as always, dude, it's a pleasure talking <clears throat> to you. I'd love to have you on here again. In the description yep. is the link to the book, and all the other links that I need to have in there are in there. Um, closing thoughts, man.
1: No, just you know. Thanks for having me on of course. again. Uh, always love to chat with you. Yeah,
0: it's fun. And
1: uh, yeah, you know, listen, it is fun, and it's 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 so it's different. It's nice. It's a nice yeah. change of pace. But no, all seriousness, man. You know, it's like this is important. You know, yeah. and that's why we're talking about it. And I think that um, I'm just going to keep fighting the good fight. I know you're going to keep fighting the good fight. And it's just it's not about it, it's it's just about the truth. Yeah. And in the end, that's the only thing that's going to matter, and and just finding out, finding the truth, and being able to move forward as a country, because we finally got to the truth, and I think that's one of the things that's been holding us back as a country is, it's like a dark cloud over the country. Like, whoa, you know yeah. what happened there? Yeah. So, but but this is it's all great, and I I I, I enjoy talking with you. So,
0: hey man, I love having you on. It's it's, it's fun to banter with. Um... I do highly recommend the book. I wouldn't have had you on a second time if I didn't really love the book. Um, guys, go grab it. It's in the description. It's a, you can, it's, it's a one, two-day read. You can knock it out. It is very good. And uh, Mr. Roth, till next time, brother. Thank you so much. Guys. Thanks, man. Thank you for watching. Stay Recording safe out there. Recording Much love. Peace.